0: Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at YCampIdaho.org. Welcome to the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast where we are going to overcome our fears, doubts, and insecurities. I'm your host Felicia Wallace and I would like for you to join me on my journey to slaying my own self-doubt and hopefully you slaying some of yours as well. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Slaying self Die Podcast. I'm your girl, Felicia Wallace. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on all podcast platforms. I'm on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I'm on social media, on Instagram, and on Facebook, and in the last couple of weeks, uh, we have now a um, Facebook group, um, community, rather for um, the podcast. so it's where we you all, my listeners, can go to the group, join the group we can talk about whatever I'm talking about on here, a little bit more in depth, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about, but it's a way for us to create our own tribe and um, village, so to speak and just to be able to have a conversation well i guess where for me to have a conversation where i'm not talking to myself because you know this is like me just talking to you but that would be like us talking together so yes so go to the facebook community and um join today So my randomness for this week is kind of all over the place. Um, So we just came back from vacation, which was amazing. Um, If you listen to my vacation podcast from last week, um, it was very like I listened to it back. and was like, why do I sound like I'm like trapped in the closet somewhere? I was in another room trying not to like be loud or whatever, but also because I was doing it not with all of my equipment I felt kind of like out of place I felt like I had to whisper so that nobody would come in the room even though the door was locked I don't know I just I'd be strange like that but anyway I was just the vacation and stuff was amazing like I just enjoyed the time that I had um to be able to spend with my family and just genuinely be able to rest one of the the craziest things well it wasn't crazy but I guess it's one of those things about being mindful about what you pray for. So one of the things that we kind of pray for was to really be able to relax. And I think I said that it rained like the first four days or something that we were down there, but it allowed us to do nothing. You know how you go on vacation and you just like busy vacationing, like going from this place to that place. I feel like that when I came back, I felt like I had a true vacation. Like I genuinely relaxed, I genuinely had fun with my family. Um, and it was, it was cool. Now, I will say that i realized partly that, I don't know, maybe I'm just not built the same way I used to be. I, I guess I'm a little bit older. I mean, I am older, but I don't know. So Friday was uh, my five-year anniversary, um, August 9th like two Fridays ago, August 9th, was my five-year anniversary, and because we generally do our family trip, it seems like the same week as our anniversary, we kind of usually do something when we come back home, but because it was five years, we decided to, you know, celebrate. We were in Florida, so we was like, okay, let's go down South Beach, so we go down there. First of all, it rains, okay? As soon as we check into the hotel, it rained for like three hours straight, so beach at pool and none of that happened so I'm like okay well the weather's gonna cool I mean it's gonna cool down and it did it went from like 96 degrees to like 75 (laughs) like it was cool so I was like all right you know we'll just go walk the strip did a couple of things whatever so we realized that with all of our relaxing and kind of, so where we were was about two and a half hours away from Miami. So we did some other stuff that morning, but by the time we drove down there, like we was tired. So we went out to dinner, enjoyed ourselves. But then after a while, I think the the, (laughs) the age kind of set in and just being like, I just want to sleep and just lay down. So we go to bed, fall asleep. I hear this like loud, like noise, in like the middle of the night, I swear it was like so loud, I thought like the building was breaking or something like that. And so I'm like, boom, 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 and I was like, what is that? And so then I wake up and I'm like, is that the music? Now when we checked in, they gave us this paper that said, listed all of these amenities and everything on it. And then somewhere in the amenities, it says the music plays till 4 a.m. Now, when you think 4 a.m. at first, so where we were, there was like a little, I don't know, house band or something down like in the lobby area. So in my mind, I'm thinking they're going to stay playing until 4 a.m. You can't hear them. I don't really care. It's not that big a deal. But I forgot that the, the room that we were in was like right next to where the pool is, which is right over top of the um there's like this live outside band so if anybody's ever been to miami and you been uh, on the this trip so on ocean and you even know where oceans 10 is which is at the corner across the street from clevelander there is like this orange building the pool that you can kind of see through so that's where we were when i tell you that they played till 4 a.m they played till 4 a.m not 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 a minute sooner and i kept looking out the window like who y'all playing for though because it was like five people outside and i just was like i'm so sleepy so we like uh up now the both of us are just like looking at each other like what the crap what do we just do so it's like from by the time we like we wake up it's like 1 30 so till 4 a.m we're like trying to we watch a movie and you like it was like you couldn't turn the music up in like the tv up any louder because the music was so loud and they was going like hey i'm talking about thump thump and i was just like oh my god like who is up at 4 a.m but you know it's just where it was next morning we get up and we are busted (laughs) and so we both just kind of look at each other and we're like yep that does it so yeah i think i've realized just from that moment I'm officially like I'm old. So um we'll probably do something else. If we ever go back to Miami, we definitely won't be staying on a strip. That's just too much. Or maybe at a different hotel. I don't know. But I, I couldn't do it. It was way, way, way too much for me. So that is my randomness um for this week. Today I wanna talk about something that I have been struggling with um for quite some time. But I feel like that now that I I think I knew there was a name for it, um, but really I'm just starting to just like accept that that's what it is that I had been dealing with and kind of going through it. So we've already talked about the fact that, you know, I struggle with anxiety and I get all worked up and I've really just... um, go crazy about that, that, you know, the whole purpose of this movement is, you know, a slaying self-doubt. I know that that's something that I struggle with myself. And so as I'm kind of going through this process of really creating this business and creating exactly what it is that God wants me to create, um, I find myself in moments where I was just doing enough to like say that I was excelling, but not going full force, if you all know what I mean. So some of it was like, I didn't want to do certain things because I felt like that once I did it, then that would mean I'd have to finish it. Just like with this podcast. I felt like that if I started, I couldn't stop. Right. So I procrastinated on starting it because I wasn't sure if I was really going to what what it was going to mean. If anybody was going to listen, what the purpose of it, as opposed to just doing it, because that's what God had called me to do at the moment. Um, and so today I want to talk about imposter syndrome which is something that I think a lot more people actually suffer from. And until they realize what it is, then they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's me. So um, Wikipedia defines it as (laughs) imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. Now, someone wrote, What does imposter feel imposter syndrome feel like? To put it simply, it is the experience of feeling like a phoney. You feel as though at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud, like you don't belong where you are, or and you only got there through this is dumb luck, but I'm gonna just say luck. Um and I was like, Oh man, that's me. Like literally there's like internalized fear that's what it is like no one is telling me anything no one's saying if anything we generally the people who suffer from imposter syndrome generally had the opposite you generally had people telling you how good you are at whatever it is you are actually afraid of doing right and We don't realize that that is exactly what it is that's happening until someone kind of brings it to our attention. Sometimes we do stuff like and I say I've said this before where you minimize what it is that you do and you say, oh, I'm writing this little book, you know. I got this little blog. I got this little little podcast that I'm doing as opposed to saying, yeah, I'm writing. Yes, I'm a podcaster. Yes, I do hair. Yes, I whatever it is that I do It's you know, I think sometimes, like for me, I think to myself, if I say it too boldly, then maybe it comes off as like cocky. And so I was talking to my cousin one day and she's like, it's not cocky, it's confidence. I said, you're right. Because I need the confidence of some of them broads walking down Ocean Drive in Miami in them Fashion over outfits. 'Cause when I tell you baby they didn't care about who was looking at where, they I I wish I would have, okay? I'd be nervous about wearing shorts, okay? This show, I got a thigh tattoo. This show's my tattoo. These girls was walking down this joint like what? Who wanted, who wants to see me and tell me something differently, okay? I need that confidence. The confidence that you have when you go out of town and you know you're not going to see them people again, so you buy a bathing suit. Come on now. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You buy a bathing suit that you only going to wear when you out of the country because ain't nobody gonna see you but they gonna have to show all the pictures from the neck up because you don't want nobody to know you tried to stuff your body into this yep mm-hmm, that's what it is I got I got baby suits like that <laughs> don't, you know but I'm like I don't wear them in certain places because I'm like, yeah, I don't fit into that like that, right? So, we have the confidence to do certain things in certain places where people won't find us out, right? You, you don't have no problem with doing karaoke somewhere where nobody can really hear you and it's just fun between you and your friends and the little, what is that, like Korean karaoke or something like that where you... Uh, i don't know if it's korean but i think i was in a korean place that may sound very like i don't know it might not be that but it's like a, in a little room not like in a place but it's like a room you run out y'all know what i'm talking about anyway you'll have no problem with belting out whitney houston songs there but you ain't going to apply to american idol you're not about to go to america's got talent and sing it out knowing that you can sing so sometimes we're okay with doing stuff on a small scale because we're around the people that we're comfortable with and maybe they're people that know like okay girl yeah, you know you got it whatever whatever and that sometimes it boosts us up, uh, up enough but we have to be continue to keep that confidence um over the last couple of weeks um well not the last couple of weeks but the last couple of days I still have been you know catching up on some podcasts and some um, messages and so these last, last Sunday um Transformation Church um, had a Great message called Crazy Faith. Um X Roberts did something on a Thursday night called Restructure. Like, I feel like they, the messages that I've been hearing have really just been, like, speaking to my soul lately about just, like, girl, you have to change your mindset. You have to have, like, even with the Crazy Faith thing, I thought about it. Like, it sounded crazy when I was telling my husband, that I was going to leave my job without another job. It sounded crazy to me, but it was because I believed so much in what God was telling me that I was like, yes. And the question now is that what happened to that? Where's that energy? Like, why didn't I keep that same energy that I had when I was trying to convince him that I didn't need to be at work and that I needed to step into this. Now that I've done it, what happened to that same energy? And what happened is the imposter syndrome came in. I ended up getting, out of that situation and now being like, can I really do this? Are you sure that this is what you want me to do? Do I really have what it takes? Am I really somebody who can um pour into other women like what qualifies me to be able to do this and you know the enemy has a way of like having things happen around you that make you think that like you're tripping and that no this isn't what really happened and so what I've been having to do is just speak positive affirmations into myself so I wrote one of the things that I've been doing is a couple of um People that I know that I talk to, a couple of friends I've been, I posted on social media too, but I send them a daily message that says it's not your job to do God's job because a lot of my imposter syndrome comes from thinking that I am supposed to do this. I am clear, and I had to go back to look at the very first thing that I actually posted on Instagram when I started the Slaying Self Doubt page. And it literally says, God gave me a vision to help women push past their fears and doubt." push past their fears and doubts I'm just here to do his work that was the truth like when I started this it was just that it, it still is that like God gave me the vision to do this I don't have anything to do with it and once I take myself out of it then he can really do his work like that's it and I had to remind myself that I'm here and doing his work because I didn't ask for this. I didn't request this. I did not pray for this. I did not wish this. I didn't think it. Nothing about this is for me. And so to put myself into it and now say that, oh, I can't do this because, you know, I'm afraid of what other people might think. I'm afraid of whatever have you. And the reality is, is that it's not about you, but like, it's not about you. It's about what it is that God wants to do through you. And he can't do that if you're so stuck behind whatever it is that you think that you're supposed to be doing. It's it's not really about him if you're making it about you. And so I've really have just like been trying to, one doing the affirmations every day. I posted them up. I wrote 10 of them and I put them by my mirror and I say it to look so I can look in the mirror and I read them. Seriously. I don't be like, you were great. You, you was kind. You was intelligent. You was smart. I don't, I don't do it just like that. Like I'm looking at myself and you say, you is kind. You is intelligent. You is beautiful. Like, yeah. If y'all have never seen the help, that's where it came from. But I don't, I I, I intentionally, I, talk to myself in a way that is going to be uplifting and encouraging so that I can start my day and also end my day. So I do it twice a day. I do it in the morning after I brush my teeth and before I start the day and I do it in the evening after I brush my teeth and I'm about to get into bed because what I'm learning is whatever's on your mind in the beginning of the day is how you go through your day and whatever's on your mind at the end of the night is how put you, what you manifest in the morning. And so if I'm continually thinking positive thoughts about myself and that I do have this and that God has called me and that I am worthy and that I, I, I have been chosen and I am enough and you know, I'm already doing what he's asking me to do. Then I, what am I worried about? You know what I'm saying? And those are the things that, when i start to think about it and really put things into perspective and i really have to like be like girl you is tripping like for what like why you know what i mean the other thing is is that sometimes we're moving too fast with this imposter syndrome some of the reason why we're having the imposter syndrome is because we're trying to do too much too fast i know for me i was initially trying to hurry the process along, and if I'm being honest I told him about it I think I felt like that I needed to hurry up and have some results so that my husband felt comfortable in the decision that we made and so when I told him that he's like I mean but it's not gonna happen overnight and I'm like I know he's like but you're the one who told me that "I I know so what are you doing I don't know you know but it was really like in my brain I was like oh man, I really need to show him that this is exactly what it it, it was worth it, right? And once I said it out loud that that was my part of my fear is that I wanted him to be comfortable with it, I really had to just slow down and I had to pray again and journal and just ask God, like, I was doing too much. Like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And he just said, Again, I already told you, you take care of your house. Like, that's what I need you to do. He has been showing up in multiple ways. Like, when I pray about certain things, since I've been out of work, that he has shown up. And I've been like, okay, God, I see you right there, you know. But as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So, if my assignment right now is to take care of home, that's what I'm going to do. I can tell you one thing that I know for sure is that if you follow exactly how he tells you to do it you feel less stressed so the minute I prayed about it and he said what is the last thing I told you to do take care of home and I said okay I'm gonna take care of home I didn't worry about anything else I did the things that so there's certain things that come up in you that you be like I know I gotta do it I know I gotta do it and I did those things right but everything else I immediately made sure like I. went and washed the clothes and I cleaned my house and I had to organize some things. Somebody has to come in and do some stuff in the house. I have reached out to the person to come in and do things in the house. I'm trying to sell some furniture and you know, I went and, you know not purchased but posted the information about my furniture I have things that cleaning the kids room out there's certain things that getting my house organized that I need to take care of I went and took the kids school shopping to get stuff ready for school I'm planning out doctor's appointments and when I tell you that the stress of the business side of it was released because I was doing what he asked me to do, which was just to take care of my house. Everything else was going to happen. It's going to happen for you. It ain't going to happen no faster if he don't want it to happen. So if you stressing about doing something and you're trying to move things along, even if it does happen before it's supposed to happen, it's not going to be sustainable because you're trying to do it in your own strength. If I try to move this along on me, like just me, me alone, and he's not involved in it. I'm not going to be able to keep up. So instead of me trying to be all pressed and do it real fast and with the quickness, my goal is just to do what he asked me to do. There were certain things that people he wanted me to reach out with and connect with. And so I did those. And even the, um, that my mentor that I reached that um I she's now my mentor. She probably don't know she my mentor but she is now. I've I've now given her the title of mentor. <laughs> but my mentor um gave me three assignments and I was like, okay, I prayed about it and I said, Good God, these are the three assignments I need to do and I need your help with it. And the first one, I could feel it on the inside. Like I could feel that I needed to do it. I did like a half a step and I was like, okay, this enough. And then it was like no. Like I could it was like this prompting like go just do it just do it and I said okay and I did it so um I did that and I felt so much better about it when I did it like it was like a release like whew, okay that was a burden off of me which made me feel good because it wasn't anything that I necessarily wanted to do like I was supposed to do but it was something I know I needed to do in order to move forward because I thought that if I did it then all I don't know what I thought was gonna happen but Whatever I thought was gonna happen didn't happen. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was oh, it was fine. And so then with the other two things that she asked me to do, I prayed on it and I allowed God to guide me, and He guided me to the two people that I needed to be in relationship with. And I've just been so like grateful and just like taking it one day at a time, and and really just being in a situation where I'm allowing Him to really order my step, order my steps, and really just following him, it is a difficult thing to surrender, trust and follow because we want to control a portion of it. And for someone like me who is a control freak and you know, I've already openly admitted to that, um, it's difficult because sometimes I feel like I'm doing nothing. Sometimes I feel like I'm being useless and I have this, this thing in the back of my head where I'm just like, okay, did I move too soon? Did I do? And it, and every time I think that it's like, no, like God told you to do this. Like he has you, but you also have to do what he's asking you to do. And so, you know, the imposter syndrome is definitely something that is, um, is real. It's something that I know that I have to, it's a, it's daily work. Um, and, I'm willing to do the work because I don't want that feeling. I know that God has great something great in store for me. I know that I am destined for something bigger than I could ever even imagine. And I know that he put me in this position at this place at this time to be able to be whatever it is he wants me to be, to be his vessel. Um, because it's not what I asked for. Like I said, it isn't anything that I even wanted to do. So one of the other things that helps me with my imposter syndrome that I think is a great exercise. So um, I have a meeting with a business coach uh, this week and she gave me a um, an exercise to help me. I, I don't know if she meant it like that. It was for her, but it was an exercise that for me, I felt like, I don't, it was, it was something that I needed because what it in turn, what it did for me was is that it allowed me to reach out to people for them to tell me things about myself and the things that they had to say about me. And I, I did it for random people. I did it for coworkers. I did it from people who were my employees. I did it for friends. I did it for, I mean, I, I did it for, no, I asked coworkers, friends, family, um, um, employees, uh, supervisors, um, just not anybody random, my parents, my husband, and to hear the things that people were saying about me, the things that they thought about my, like about me was something that was very, very, I was, moved right because there was some people that i felt like all right i kind of could figure what they were going to say because of the role that i played in their life right so somebody that i know that i've been influential in and they've already told me oh you're so great at you know like giving advice and being a life coach and all those other things you know those are people that i I, and i already am doing that for them so it was not it was some of it was like yeah i kind of figured that you know but to hear other people say like really great things about me I it it just it made me realize that I I actually am I'm pretty dope right (laughs) and so I was just like I'm dope like I am dope and I am grateful that sometimes we view ourselves completely differently or we think that if we say stuff about us like I said we you know, we feel like we've been too cocky or, you know, you can't say you're humble without, you know, if you say you're humble, you ain't humble. Um, but I do hear often that I am humble, but I, I don't, it's not anything that actually, I, I don't know. I think it's just, I think I've just kind of always been like that, but to hear like positive things about yourself, um, it's just a really, really great thing. So, I think that for anybody who's struggling with imposter syndrome, um, I would just recommend that you ask a couple of people, like, what do they see in you? What do they see in you that you don't necessarily see in yourself? Um, that wasn't the exact assignment, but basically, that's really what it boiled down to. Like, when you see me, what do you think? When you, if you had to describe me to somebody else, what what would you say about me? You know what I'm saying? And I think that those that right there would help you to be able to see how other people see you and it it helps you to realize you're not an imposter it helps you to realize that you're not a fraud you're not a fake because the one thing that was consistent in almost everything that everybody said is that i was non-judgmental that they would not know that i was non-judgmental um I mean not that I wasn't but that that I was non-judgmental that um I give great advice and I'm a great listener and I mean, I would think I was too. I, I mean, I know I get great advice because I'm wise. It's like, no. <laughs> But, you know, it was just certain things that I was just like, oh, I didn't, you know, I don't, who tries to not be judgmental? I don't try to be not, I mean, judgmental. And I, the reality is, is that sometimes I think I am judgmental, Um, but I, you know, I try to do my best to view things from other people's viewpoints, um, depending on the circumstances. But to hear that more than one time was kind of like, wow, like. You know, people really think I'm dope and they they feel comfortable around me and people want to, so it's those things that when you think about when I think about what it is I want to be as a life coach and being a motivational speaker, that if I'm already doing that, what do I have doubt for? If I'm already speaking life into other people's lives, if I'm already motivating other people and encouraging them, and my if I'm already creating an atmosphere where people feel like they can talk to me and I can talk to them, if I already make people feel like they are destined for greatness. Why am I doubting myself? And I'm doing that with nothing, which means that that's what God has given me. And he's showing me that this is exactly where I am and where I'm supposed to be. So um, this is just, it's been a, a great, great, these last two weeks have been just a great week for me to just reflect, think about the things that I need to do for myself to just make sure that I am following God's path and not my own. That I just literally get out of my own way. I don't stress about the little stuff. Um, which may seem like big stuff, but it's still little in the eyes of God. Um, that I just continue to do his work and however it is that he wants me to do it. Um, I'm grateful for the support of my husband as always and the support of my family and my friends and my village. Um, because they are who clearly now who believe that I'm, you know, exactly who I say I am. And so between Saying positive affirmations to yourself every day and maybe getting some feedback from some of the people that are around you, that could help you break your imposter syndrome. You just got to work at it every single day. But the reality is, is that you are dope. We all are dope. Sometimes we get so focused on the things that we want that are not happening, that we don't realize what we're already doing, the impact that we're already making. And I'm telling you now, you're making an impact. You're doing great. And so, you know, don't stress yourself out about it. Um, Before we go, I just want to tell you one of my wins for the week was actually for the month. Um, So I went ahead and um, did my articles and everything for the state of Maryland. So Slang Self-Doubt is now Slang Self-Doubt. L L C so I got my business license and I am super excited because I know that God is busy and he is at work and he is we about to we about to do the damn thing. That's what's about to happen. Like it's about to go down. You know, for real. It's about to go down. Oh I, I want what's that young jock? I, <laughs> let me get out of here. All right, y'all. See ya. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember to join the Slaying Self-Dial community on Facebook. Have a great week. See ya.